Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hey, friend. Happy Friday. Today we have a super special episode because today we are speaking to the youth. Okay. You know me. I'm an old bitch. I'm 30 years old. She's grown. Okay. But it's amazing to find out that like dating stories and dating horror stories at that don't just come in your late 20s or your 30s or your 40s. The girls in the early 20s, the Gen Zers are going through it too. Okay. And whatever that, what's that weird space between like Gen Z and millennial? There's like a, there's a, a middle space there that is untapped. But today we have a special guest on who she's in there. Okay. She gets it. She knows what's going on. Eli Rallo is on the podcast today and she's so much fun. She's a TikTok personality. If you don't follow her on TikTok, you have to, because she's fucking hilarious. And she is the host of the Miss Congeniality podcast. And she's an author. She has a new book coming out called I Didn't Know I Needed This. We're going to talk all about the book and why you didn't know that you needed all of this amazing advice that she has to give because it's giving. I've even taken some notes in my single days, you know, Um, because I feel like we all are dating the same. It's the same. Okay. These men don't change. (laughs) That's the tea. But in reality, we're all, we're all having this experience together and there's a lot to learn. She's got some rules for dating. I think that the younger people, y'all, I'm speaking to my older girls. Okay. The younger people know what the fuck is going on. They know their fucking worth. Okay. So we need to listen up and take some notes because we apologize way too much. It's so much to get into. Let's get into the episode. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammie Crawford. And today in the stew, all the way from the East Coast, <laughs> New York. New York. By way of New Jersey, yeah. Eli Rallo. She's a writer, a TikToker, and the host of the Miss Congeniality podcast. Eli, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here in person. Of course. I We've been like talking with your teams and my teams about trying to schedule this yeah. for weeks. No, it's been a, it's been a thing. Yeah, it's and been a thing. And then it got on the calendar and I was like, hell yeah, yes. let's go. Thank God. So I love exciting. when things actually stick. Same. Because in my life, that just doesn't happen. No, until it's actually happening, I'm like, this probably isn't going to happen. Oh, that's how I live. Until I get there, yeah. like physically and I'm in person, yeah. then it's happening. But before then, it's all here. Yeah, no, it's all, it's literally all floating in the water. Yeah. Speaking of, I know you are a water sign. Yes. Do you I know am. your entire chart? I do. About, 
share. I do. I might scare you. Well, I know you're a cancer son, which is yeah. already scary. No, it gets it actually gets so <laughs> much worse. Like it's actually it's actually horrible. So I'm a cancer sun, cancer moon, cancer Mars and cancer Venus. I have. Wow. <laughs> I have a Sagittarius rising, which is so <gasps> fun. I love that about myself. I love that. Yes. That, that one's is actually very, that tracks with like your whole brand. Yeah, and I, no, I it love definitely that. does. It's also messy. And then I have yeah. a Leo Mercury and I'm like a talker. So it's fun. Stop. What are you? I'm a Scorpio son. Oh my God. I love Scorpios. Scorpios are my shit. You see, we just get each other. Yes. Though. I feel like I, all the water signs and I, the girls. The the girls. Only the girls. Only the girls. The guys. My them. boyfriend's actually a Scorpio. Ah! <gasps> but so that would really scare me because I hate water sign men. Like dating mm, the Pisces yeah. ruined my life. Like never Same. again. Same. Awful. They're, They're awful. They're the worst. They're the worst. Sign. Well, Gemini men also. Oh, those are my worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones <laughs> ruined my life. But yes. the Pisces man was just heinous. Mm -hmm. And when I met him, I was like, what is your rising and moon? And he has a Virgo moon and a Libra rising. So it's just oh. lovely with my Sag and my Cancer. Wow. It's just lovely. So like the Scorpio thing kind of, it throws me. Uh -huh. And on a daily basis, it still does. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a Virgo rising too. Ooh, I love that. And then I have a Libra moon. And then I'm a Cancer Mars. Which fucks me up. It fucks me up too. Because my Scorpio sun and my Virgo rising can really handle themselves. Yeah. They're they're ready for battle every single day. All the time. Let's do it. But then the Cancer Mars is like, why? Yeah, like, like we oh don't man, need to, no. we don't yeah. need to argue. Like, no. Yeah. And it's the, me. the rest is like, fuck you. Like yeah. sit in the corner and shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm good on my own. Yeah. And then the Cancer Mars is like, but no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want confrontation. No, that's me. Yeah. I hate that. Through and through. I, no, I hate it about myself. <laughs> I, hate that. I literally hate it about myself. I would rather like actually die than confront someone. Like I really yeah. don't like confrontation. Mm -hmm. And I have built a team around myself of people that are so confrontational yes. that I don't have to do shit. Like I they will yell that. at people for me and I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here and be my little cancer <laughs> self. Like I can't do that. It's not gonna happen for me. Yeah, that's good. I I have learned that I hate confrontation only with people that I care about. That hits. And I think it's also a Scorpio quality because I will fuck anybody up in the street that's a stranger. Yeah. I don't care. Come at me and you're done. I don't care. On the internet, like out in, at the Starbucks, I don't care who you are, where yeah. you are. Let's fight. Yeah. But if you're like my boyfriend or like my best friends or like anybody that I actually give a fuck Love. about. Yeah. I'm never confronting you. Yeah. I get that. I'm just going to cry about it. Every yeah. Day. Like I'm just going to talk to my therapist about it and we're just yes. going to it's going to stay there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. OK, so how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Two years. Wow. Yeah. And it's working. Uh, it's, it's working. Good. It's good. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. good. It's I love good. that. And he's supportive of everything that year because you've like blown up over the past. Yeah. Two years. It's it's kind of nice. I don't know how I would navigate dating now. Not mm -hmm. to say like I'm like a big star, but there's just like a lot that comes along with it. Mm -hmm. And when I started dating him, I had like just shy of 200,000 followers on TikTok. And it was a hobby. I was in grad school. I was like totally fucking around. Mm. I didn't even have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Like, and also it wasn't like a thing yet. Yeah. Like Instagram influencers were a thing, but the native TikTok influencers that became like the influencers, yeah. that was not a thing. So I wasn't like doing brand partnerships, getting recognized on the street. Like none of that had happened. I didn't like do my podcast. I didn't have the book deal. And so... It's been really nice to have somebody who's been on the journey with me and mm. knew me like as I ha have always been, because obviously yeah. there's been like slight alterations to myself, like just naturally, as would anyone. And I think it's been nice. He's been there for the whole time, oh. which has been great. Yeah. I love it. One thing about a Scorpio, we're going to stick it the fuck They're out. They're fucking loyal. We are loyal. Loyal bitches. To the core. I love that about Scorpios. But we never leave until we literally watch things burst into flames. Yeah. And then you're like, hmm, did I do that? Or like, <laughs> or like maybe, maybe I, I had, yeah, maybe I should get out go. of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's amazing. I love yeah. that. So then I was going to ask you, because you're known for your rules. Yeah. Everybody knows you for your rules. You have rules for everything. You have rules for a Saturday, rules for a second date, which I want to talk about. Because yeah. We always talk about the rules for the first date, but like the second date second is date. very important. Yes. But have your rules changed at all since you've been in a relationship? I think they have. And I, so I originally blew up from my rules in October of 2022, or mm -hmm. rather October 2021. And that was when I like left my job and the book deal and everything happened. And then they kind of fell off for a while there. And I started to get known for other things, started to do more lifestyle content. And then I reintroduced them 
serendipitously in October 2022, not really thinking about the fact that it had originally gone viral a year before. And I started doing them again. And most of the people had forgotten about the specificity of them and liked the refresher. And then it introduced Mm. a whole new audience. So it really upped my following again, which was obviously wonderful, but also just great to like find more community. And I think that's something that I said when I first like started doing them again was like my like idea of like, what I would like out of a first date. Like it changes like every month, like Mm. things change with these rules. They're not meant to be like, you have to follow these or else you'll never get into a relationship. It's more like, what if we made a thing out of this? Like first dates, they're awkward. We're embarrassed. It's uncomfortable. But what if we just like made it fun? Yeah. Like what if you just like did two or three little rituals that made it like, I'm doing this. Like I always say like you make a thing out of a thing, like make it a thing, (laughs) just make it a thing. Like don't let it be like, shitty and lame and anxiety inducing like let it be something fun yeah and so I think that's what they're really about and so of course then they'll change and they're allowed to because like everyone can make their own also like you don't have to do exactly what I did yeah right and you're in your early 20s yeah I'm 24 24 (laughs) I was 24 (laughs) back in the day you look you look like 22 you have perfect fucking skin thank you radiant but I'm 30 And even now, my dating rules, well, now I'm in a relationship, but like my dating rules for when I was 29, when I met my boyfriend versus when I was 24, 21, 18, 18, you don't really have any 18, my rules were shit. Yeah. There was nothing. (laughs) The rule was was he texts me and I answer. Yeah. He texts me and I'm on my way already because I was already at his house. Exactly. (laughs) That's my rules when I'm 18. Yeah. But I love that like your rules, especially for girlies in their early 20s, because we've had people who have written in about today's episode and just like in general dating in your early 20s is hard to navigate it's shitty especially when you're still trying to figure out what you actually like and what you want yes like now at 30 this last dating experience for me was the first time in my life where I was like this is what I know that I want exactly or like this feels good exactly let tend dental make your dream smile a reality we offer a variety of top rated treatments including Invisalign aligners and for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, we've all been there. All right, you're going through some kind of medical issue and next thing you know, you're texting in your group chat about it and everybody got something to say. Oh, girl, it's this. Oh, it's got to be this. Oh, my uncle had that. Like, what? Like, no, no. We need professional opinions, okay? We need to find professional help for our medical issues. And you can find it from a real doctor on ZocDoc. There are thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc that are there to help you. And they listen like a friend and give you the expert care that you actually need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling your best and just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. I personally just use ZocDoc to book a new primary care physician, loved him. Okay. He's amazing. I'm going to be going back to him. It's changed my life. And I found him on ZocDoc. Easy, easy, easiest thing you could possibly do. Book an appointment on the app with just a few taps and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Cami and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Cami. ZocDoc.com slash Cami. Now, I don't know about y'all, but before I do anything, I look up the reviews. I don't care what it is. We could be walking down the street and there could be a sign that says best pizza in the world. And my friends will be like, let's go in here. It's got the best pizza in the world. Mm, No, 
I got to look up those reviews. Okay. I want to know five stars or not. Like I need to know before I make a purchase. Doing your research before you buy means making better informed choices, especially when it comes to stress or sleep products like CBD. A study by an independent lab confirmed some brands contain up to 60% less CBD than they claim to on the label. But with Next Evo Naturals, you can trust that you're getting the best of the best. As the most clinically studied CBD brand on the market, Next Evo takes research to the next level. Now, I personally love my Next Evo Naturals for stress and sleep because, you know, your girl lives a busy life. And sleep, what is that? Who is she? Okay. But I love CBD to help me go to sleep with a natural way to ease into it. Like nothing that's just going to knock me out completely, but like where I can go to sleep feeling good and wake up feeling good. Now, I personally have the capsules and the gummies, and I love them both, but a nice little gummy before bed always feels like a nice treat (laughs) before you go to sleep. You'll wake up feeling more refreshed, and CBD just kind of calms the mind down, which is really, really nice if you're having a stressful day. Upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com slash cami to get 20% off of your first order of $40 or more. That's 20% off $40 or more at nextevo.com slash cami. All right, besties, we're zenning out. We're getting that good, good sleep, okay? And we're getting back to the podcast. So how did you even come up with the rules? Like, have you always been the person that your friends go to for, like, dating advice? I think I've always been. I have, like, a lot of empathy, and I think it's from I did, like, childhood theater and I studied theater, and I think people that are in theater and entertainment are just inherently empathetic, Mm. especially when you're, like, acting as a kid and you have to, like, come into roles and like be a part of a cast as like a little kid like you develop a level of empathy so I'd always been like the person that friends would come to to talk about things but I never like knew it would come to this level at all and Mm. it was something that like really landed to me but for me the rules were kind of about like reclaiming my agency because I have a lot of anxiety and I had a lot of self-esteem issues in college and like pretty low self-confidence and like I just didn't like myself Mm. and I got pretty fed up with hating myself I was like this just like sucks yeah but then I was like it's actually also my fault like it's not just my fault but it's my choice every day to wake up and hate myself just like it could be my choice to find a way to unlearn it so I started doing things that were rules without even knowing whether it was like my Chipotle Sunday or my planless Saturday or like putting things in place that I could look forward to. And then when I was dating, I was like, how can I make this not like a hellscape? Like (laughs) I'm going to like have like little rituals that like prep me for a date. Like it's like I'm an athlete and it's like the big game. Like, and that's something I'm doing for me so I can go into this feeling good. So I walk away from it feeling good, even if it wasn't good. Mm. Cause I just was fed up with feeling like shit. I think. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. You just get like, you just hate it. I'm tired of this shit. Like why? And It was the same for me. I was bullied throughout all of elementary and middle school. So when I got to high school, like, you know, when you're going to high school, you're like, this is the new me. I'm rebranding. Yeah. And my rebrand was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm choosing how I feel. Yes. And I tell people like that was that's a choice. Like I, I chose to I'm not saying I chose to get bullied, but I chose to believe the things that these people were telling yes. me. And I can choose to not believe it anymore yeah. and tell myself all the things that I want to feel and be. And like yeah. you literally can create your own reality. Yeah. You chose to give those people power in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And like on some level, of course, like you can't claw yourself out of those dark holes. But yeah. like by listening to them, it's giving them the power they wanted all along. Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't help, obviously, if you have like mental health issues or other things yeah. that are piling on top of that. But I think that there is something to reclaiming your fucking time and your energy and being like, actually, mm, no, like, especially in your dating life. Like if you've dated scrubs and guys who make you feel like shit. Yeah. Do the healing and do the work so that you stop dating guys who make you feel like shit. Exactly. I think that there's something to be said about if you continuously find yourself going after people who are emotionally unavailable, what does that say about your own emotional availability? Mm -hmm. And maybe you're seeking out emotionally unavailable people because you're not ready to be emotionally available for someone. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's time to like sit back and like unpack that and like go do some work because like you deserve to feel emotionally available and you deserve to be with somebody who also is. Right. I totally agree with that. I think that the problem though for a lot of people, especially I was going to say especially women, but people just in general, when you hear advice like that, 
a lot of people are like, no, I don't need to do yeah. the work. I, no, you actually need to do the most work. Yeah. Because of the fact that you just reacted that and way. And you're denying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like that, though. I was like, I don't need to do any work. Like, mm. these people are hurting me. And I remember being like, so like wallowing in like breakups, which you mm-hmm. should totally do. But kind of like blaming it all on them when there was like a lot of work to be done in asking myself why I continuously allowed myself to be treated that way. Yeah. And I'm not victim blaming myself because I was a victim in many of those situations, but I kept going back and I kept seeking out similar people. And why was I doing that? Like, there's a reason. Mm. And it was something that I was able to unpack without, like, punishing myself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, get the introspection yeah. from We it. love introspection. A cancer. A cancer, <laughs> cancer introspection always. We love it. Okay. So you have this book. Yeah. You've been working on this book for how long? Since January of 2022. So a little bit over a year now. And it's out now. Not yet. (gasps) So it's it's forthcoming in fall, winter, and the pre-order will be like spring, summer. So the pre-order is coming up really quickly. And now we're like on the final, final round of edits where they're just like getting those back to me and then it'll go to the copy editor. But it's like we're at the stage where I've seen covers. Mm -hmm. We're planning the tour. Like it's all exciting. It's all happening, which is crazy. And like entirely unreal to me still. Yeah, but this has been like your dream. Yeah, since I was really young. How did you know that you wanted to write a fucking book? Tell us about the book and how did you know that you wanted to write a fucking book? Because writing a book, just the thought of it makes me want to pee. Yeah, no, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. I think though it's like, it's the kind of thing where like when I was a kid, I would like present my parents with like my diary and be like, here, I wrote a book when I was like seven. Your diary? So, yeah, like my little journal. And I would like write in it every night. And I was like writing these stories that like Aww. to this day I can recall. And so I think I just like had this innate desire to do it. And for a really long time, I pushed it off because I it came, it comes and came so naturally to me that I had this misconception that something that comes naturally to you can't be challenging, mm. which is really like mm-hmm. not true. But mm-hmm. I think I hadn't been challenged yet. Like nobody had challenged me and I wasn't seeking out the challenge. And then when I went to college, I started to get challenged and like felt really challenged by it. And mm-hmm. I still like had such a deep love and passion for it. That was really similar to what I felt when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was doing all sorts of writing. I studied playwriting, but then I also wrote for the newspaper and I was writing poetry and fiction and do, like entering in all these awards. And I did like freelance stuff. So I was always writing something. And my like little column that I had in our college newspaper was like, for and about women. I just wanted to write about things like I wanted to write about my breast reduction surgery. I wanted to write like articles about like, is it something that we can do in the year 2017 to date over partisan lines? I wanted to Mm. write about all sorts of issues that I think like women think about and talk about a lot and people in general, maybe in their inner circles, but they don't feel comfortable like opening up about to a wider audience or maybe at all. Yeah. And so kind of like that was like my like the bug bit me there. And then I went to journalism grad school and I graduated college in 2020. So obviously pandemic, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm. And I always knew I wanted to write a book. I was like, I just need to figure out how to get there. And then I started doing a newsletter. It's no longer live because I'm working on launching a new one. And the other one was kind of just like, a little silly project when like I didn't even have 10,000 Instagram followers. Like I was just doing it because I wanted to get my writing out there. And my agents, they saw that and they had been following along with TikTok and they were like, we love the rules thing. You're a great writer. Let's do a book. And so isn't that crazy? That was like the absolute best day of my life. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I remember I was sitting in my boyfriend's bed and I had gotten the email at like 5 p.m., but I hadn't checked my email because it was like end of day. Yeah. And I was like hysterical because they had like, sent over like they wanted to talk to me they wanted to sign me and they had sent over like a roster of their clients and it was like nicholas sparks taylor jenkins reed you're like like, i'm a fucking star they had just they had every (laughs) author that i like literally like look up to and like i was like how can i be among them like i'm like listed as one of their clients on the website like alongside all these like amazing people and i'm like holy shit yeah so it's just like it was such a crazy moment but like it felt so right and i always knew I was going to get to the book. Like mm-hmm. the book was like the thing. Yeah. I just didn't know how. And I feel like I really, I really trust the universe now so much more than I ever did before because I'm like, the universe was getting me there. There was just like a lot of like loop-de-loops yes. and like U-turns that we were doing. And like we got lost a few times, but like we found our way. Yes. And I feel like so grateful for that. We always find our way back. Yeah, we always do. We always, we always do. do. Or to wherever you're meant to be, you're yes. going to find your way there. Yeah. Even if you think like, like I remember when I was in college, I wanted to be a dermatologist. My no freshman way. year of college, I was like, well, I'm going to be a doctor. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm very passionate about skincare still. Yeah. But I knew I didn't want to do that for a living. Like yeah. second semester bio, I was like, no. And come out of here. Not, yeah. This is, I literally left. Yeah. Like the, I remember the, I was going to say the preacher. <laughs> I haven't been in school in so long. The professor. 
<laughs> the priest. The priest said, but the, the, I keep wanting to say, what does that say? Pastor? Whatever. Preacher. The, no, none of those things. <laughs> the professor was at the front of the lecture hall and he said, 75% of you in this room will never be doctors. Let's start the lesson. We're like, I'm the fuck. And I was like, true. Facts. You're like, you're so right, King. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's like, thank you so much. That's hilarious. I blast. And I switched to communications classes. Yeah. But Prior to that, like from 17, I knew I was just like, I want to do something that makes an impact on people. Yeah. And at the time, I thought it was skincare. Like I thought it was like giving confidence in people to through their skin. Yeah. And now I do it in a completely different way, but it's still the same big picture goal. Exactly. And like you might go in different directions, but you do always end up where you need to be. So I love that. Uh, Well, the rules are a part of the book. Yes, they are. So the book is called I Didn't Know I Needed This, which I'm obsessed with the title. Yes. We combed through comments and DMs for like weeks and we extrapolated like the most common things that were commented. And a lot of people said things on the rules like I didn't know I needed to hear this today. I didn't know I needed this. And we were like, that's the book. So it takes you through the timeline of a relationship from being single to being single again. So it starts Mm. out with being single, being your single era, flirting dating, first dates, second dates, kind of like talking stages. And then it goes into like being in a relationship and like kind of all the like special occasions and how you handle all those things and like having sex and like all of these things. And then it goes to breakups and then it goes to like friendship and honoring mm. your life and being okay being alone. So it goes in a full circle and each chapter is different rules. I fucking it's love so this. Fun. No, it's so I'm fun. No, I'm obsessed with it because thank you. the rules are actually applicable like people can you these are not like crazy rules yeah like, you must wear red nails on the first date like yeah, these are not, yeah. Not, like these are rules that I think are definitely doable for people I think yeah. for the second date rules list though I was obsessed with in the oh sneaky God, link yes. rules list the sneaky link yes the do not sleep over rule I'm so I cannot like I will not sleep in a man's house yeah. if I don't have a label it's just like for several reasons. Number one is hygiene. It just like grosses yeah. me the fuck out. Number two, I need to brush my teeth. Yes. I need to. Yes. It's not. And I will not be like waddling to a bathroom with like 10 random fucking people mm. that live in the house. Like I'm not doing it. Mm. And I also will not let people ever come to my bedroom. It's like my yeah. bedroom is my oasis. Yes. Like, as I a cancer. Like I And even my boyfriend, like, of course, like convenience, whatever. He'll yeah. sleep at my apartment. He can sleep in my bed. I'm not like psycho. But I really don't like it. Like, I Mm. much prefer his space. I think he prefers it, too. It's just like, that's a space that we kind of share now. And my space is my space. And like, it will always be. So I'm just like, I don't want to do that. And also, like, I implore people if they're not comfortable. Like, how many times have you laid in a bed that you didn't fucking want to be in? Mm. Just staring at the ceiling, wishing you could go home. It's so, like... Ugh, it's awful. I feel transported right now. No, like when you go to the bathroom and there's crawls. that one bottle of like St. Eve's. And it's like the ring. Or the Irish spring. And the, oh. oh my God, all the roommates have used the shower and they don't even know what a fucking bottle of Fantastic looks like. It's like, like they've so never. It's so gross. It's so <laughs> gross. Never I'm used like, a bottle of Fabuloso in their if lives. I like walked in there with bleach, like that would even just like start the job. Yeah. Maybe. And it's just like, I just prefer, I would prefer not to get up at three o'clock in the morning and go pee in there. Ooh, I would prefer not. They never to. have toilet paper. They never have anything that anyone needs that's like normal. The roll is already done, and it's like the little scraps left of the yeah, toilet and paper you're that's like ripping like, them. It's just like it's truly heinous. I, I won't do it. I won't do it. Like I really won't. And like if you catch me doing that, like I will find a way to punish myself because yeah. I just feel disgusting. I yeah. know I hate it, and it's like I'm not gonna do something just because this man is like, oh, can you spend the night? No. I'm like, no. And he's cleaning you off with a towel that's like definitely been used. Oh yeah, several and times. It's like, it has a grease residue. He on like it. he like picked it up from the ground. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna leave. That's like so nasty. I'm already on my way out, so I'm just like, don't do that. If yeah. you don't like doing that, don't do it. Just don't do it. We don't need to. Just don't do it. Yeah. And I like the idea of not planning your night around a sneaky link. Yeah. Because I've done that several oh, times. Oh, my God. That was like my MO. Several times. But then from the beginning of the day, like say it's a Friday and you're waiting for the sneaky like link. 9 a.m. It's like yeah. 9 a.m. The anxiety of thinking about that all fucking day. And then it turns 6 p.m. Now the sun is going down. The yeah. sun is setting. You haven't gotten a and text. And you're like panicking. Yeah. Panicking. Now it's, it's eight. Now you're like, he's never going to fucking yeah. text me. And I've planned the whole day. I've done my whole makeup. Yeah. I haven't made any plans with my friends. Yeah. Because I've been waiting for this It's text. just trash. Like, my other thing, too, is like human beings are magnets and we like 
we go toward the kind of energy that we're giving off that we like. Yeah. So if you're giving off, like, I'm not calling anybody desperate by doing that, but I definitely have been desperate. Yeah. Canceled plans with friends. Yes. Lied. Did all this shady shit. No magnet is coming toward me. That's good. That's no no positivity is coming toward me from that. But if you plan a night with your friends, you're going to get cocktails, go to your favorite happy hour, get some Mexican food. You look hot because it's hot for you. And you're having a great fucking day. You went to your spin class. You're feeling good. He's going to fucking text you. That's just the way it works. It's It's always when you're busy. It's always when you're busy. Or you know what? Screw it. Like then you're feeling great. It's 10 p.m. You're having a great night. What are you doing tonight? You can text him. Who yeah. the fuck cares? It's then just like you've re- you've recentered your own life and it's not centering someone else's. You can't center someone else's life in yours. It just mm-hmm. like doesn't work. It's like a puzzle piece that won't fit. Yeah. No, that's so true. And by then, if you're already out and he hasn't texted you and you're in the in you're in the mood to text him, text him. Text him. If you're not, fuck him. There's other yeah. guys, other people want to meet you. Exactly. Other people are around. Door. Like there's other things going on. Yeah. Like you do not need to center this person in your life. Yeah. I wish that I had that. Me too. Back then. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> definitely same. was not thinking My that. ass was like centering like this man who I wasn't even like. Was it I the Pisces? Even, no, he was a Gemini. Oh. And my ass wasn't even like, my ass wasn't even in his life. Like he was centered in my life. Like my yeah. world, he is like the center of my world. I'm not even stars. in his peripheral vision. Like this man doesn't give a fuck if I live or die. Yes. He finds out I'm dead. He goes, hmm, that sucks. That like sucks. this man does not. Yeah. He wouldn't shed a tear. And here I am being like, I'm going to plan my whole evening around him. When yeah. I'm in college and I don't really have like that many evenings. They're finite. Like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. And I've done that. And it sucks. And I got my T-shirt. And you know what? I thrifted it because yeah. fuck that T-shirt. Yeah, fuck that T-shirt. That's whack. It's so whack. I just remember the feeling, if you know. Oh, the feeling is horrible. The feeling is Waiting for the text. Horrible. And then you're like, I won't look at my phone for 20 minutes and then it'll be on yeah. there like a watch pot never boils. And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? I wish I could look that bitch in the eyes and be like, for the fu- like for the love of fucking God, what are you doing yeah. right now? What go are outside. you doing? Go like, outside. Go do, a, like, get a hobby, play, yeah. do something else. You, you live with five yeah. people, go talk to them, like... This is just not healthy. And also this person, they don't want to be with you. Stop trying. Like I was out here doing like fucking gymnastics, like aerobics, trying mm-hmm. to be like, there is a reason that he wants to be with me. He doesn't. Yeah. If he did, he would have said at 9 a.m., hey, want to get dinner tonight? Yeah. He doesn't fucking want to be with you. And it's so fine to still hook up with him. Like, do your thing, girl. I, I did it. But my thing is like, he doesn't want to be with you. So stop, stop like lying to yourself. You're wasting your time and you just, you don't deserve that. You deserve so much better. You deserve the person that's going to be, hey, do you want to get dinner tonight? 23-year-old me is crying yeah, with no. a smile right now. Yeah, she's like, ha But she's like looking at you now, like in your hot, healthy relationship, <laughs> yeah. being like, bitch, you got there. She's like, wow. She's like, damn, we did it <laughs> after all. That is fucking amazing because it's so fucking true. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So obviously... You have your besties on TikTok. We have our besties here at Relationship. Yes. And they wrote in because they need advice. I love it. They need help. We all do. We Clearly, all do. I fucking do. Like, <laughs> shit, I do. Yeah. And I'm grown. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to leave your name out because I like to keep everything anonymous. But yeah. this person said, hi, I just wanted to start off by saying, Cammie, I love watching you on Catfish and Are You The One? Thanks, boo. Yeah. I also love listening to your podcast every week on Friday. I love you. I'm 23 years old and I'm currently looking for a serious relationship. This might sound crazy, but I have never been in a relationship before except for hookups, lol. I recently got into the dating apps because I want to put myself out there. I am also an introverted girl, but my friends tell me that I should put myself out there, meaning join clubs in my community before going into the dating app as a first timer. They all think that dating apps are for hookups and people there are not there to make a relationship serious. So do you guys recommend that I try out the real world first and then go into the dating app? If you guys say try out the real world first, then what are some things that you think that I should do as an introvert and a shy person to build up my confidence and approach new people out in the real world? I love how we're saying the real world as the if world. it is like, it's like a fake thing. you've been living in a bunker <laughs> yeah. for the past 23 years yeah. and now you are just now having conversations no, with humans. I, I love this person, this girl, because I'm like, First of all, there are so many people that are you. It is not, mm-hmm. LOL, it's crazy. I've never been in a relationship before. You're not weird. We're yeah. all on our different timelines. Like, fuck, I wish I hadn't been in a relationship up until my boyfriend for so many reasons for what I went through. Like, we're all on our different timelines and you are normal. So, like, mm-hmm. that's first. And I think secondly, like, I, I love your friends. I'm sure they're great. They're kind of, like, pigeonholing you. You don't yeah. have to choose. Like, 
The dating apps, I think, are wonderful. I think it's all about being super intentional. You want a relationship, make it known. Yes. Anybody that's going to say bye is saying bye because they're not going to give you that. And yeah. then that's great. They You got them out of the way. But I don't think you have to do one or the other. I think both is fun. And like in the real quote unquote world, when you're going out and doing that, I feel like you just have to go into places where somebody that you would want to date would be. So if you yes. want to date like a chef guy, go take cooking classes. If you want to date like a workout guy, go to the gym. You know what I mean? And like, just be intentional and like, it's going to take effort. But I think both is better than one or the other, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I met my boyfriend on Raya, which yeah. I've talked about a million times. No, I love a dating app. And it was my first time on an app. I was fucking terrified. Yeah. I was like, there's only murderers and creeps on here. Like, I'm so scared. Me. Yeah. I was terrified. Guess what? I met him my first day exactly. on the app. And he's like, and you're so happy now. I'm so happy. And I think it like, it's different for everyone. So you might go on a hundred shitty dates. Like, mm-hmm. but something that I always remind myself with the app specifically is that nothing is going to work out until something does. So yeah. if I told you you're going to meet 10 guys who like kind of low-key break your heart before you meet the best person you've ever met in your life, you're going to be so excited to get your heart broken 10 times. Like yeah. you're going to be like, I can't wait to get to that person. So I always live in that mindset where like nothing is going to work out until something works out because it just makes you feel better when yeah. things aren't working out. And I just like, I don't know, I think Bumble or, and Hinge are like a good, they're like good easy ones to start with. Yeah. They're like gentle. I know tons of people who've gotten married off of Hinge. Yeah. My best friends and her boyfriend are like so serious. Three years, Hinge. Yeah. And I think there's, I don't, I don't know. I think your friends maybe are thinking like you're so painfully shy that like you can't have a conversation with somebody. But if you actually meet someone who has the same genuine interests as you. Yeah. You're going to talk to them the same way you exactly. talk to your friends. Also, you just sent a whole DM to yeah. you. Like, you're brave enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're already clearly putting yourself out there. This is something that you want. You should just go get it. Yeah. Yeah. No shade to your friends. Obviously, they yeah. know you. But they're going to support you. Yeah. They're going to support you either way. I think they're just trying to give you, like, practice to talking to people. But the best way to practice is just go is fucking just do it. Go fucking do it. Yeah. Like, the best way to learn is to do so sign up for the app. Like, you don't have to meet up with anybody yeah. right away. Like, you're not Chat forced a little. to. Just yeah. talk. Just talk a little bit. Yeah, See what I they agree. say. And yeah, you'll see very quickly who is worth talking it's to. So true. Like, who's worth your time and who's just like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? Yeah. Especially based off just like vibes, like the energy that they give you, yeah. things that they say. Like, if right away they're like, you're so fucking sexy, I want to fucking take you to go yeah. <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries. Block, 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 block. Not the person that you want. No. <laughs> Yeah. But if you meet someone who's like, hey, like, would you want to go to a comedy club or something? I don't know. I don't want to go to a comedy club for a first date. But like, want to go get dinner, drinks, whatever it is, coffee. Like, yeah, just keep it casual. Keep it casual. Don't put too much pressure on yourself and just enjoy. And also being 23 and never have been in a relationship is very common. Like so normal. Like so normal. I know so many people that have never been in a relationship. And then I know people that have gotten in their first relationship at 23 and they're in a healthier relationship than I've ever seen in my life. Like it's everyone's so different and individual. So you're not weird or. Yeah. And you've also now you're at an age where you know a little bit more of what you want than when you were in your teen years and you didn't know what the fuck was going on. So use it as like a badge of honor. Yeah, I agree. You've never been in a relationship because you are actually holding out for somebody who's worth your time. Yeah. Maybe you just haven't met anybody who's worth your time yet. Exactly. I love that. Okay. How do I date differently? Hey, girl, I'm a 23 year old. Another 23 year old. I love them. I'm a 23-year-old trying to figure out life. LOL. Aren't we all? Shout. Yeah, so true. I work full-time and studying part-time. I also bought a house, a new car, so you could say my life is pretty good. However, I was in a two-year emotionally abusive relationship with a man that would constantly shout at me, follow my every move, tell me what I could listen to and even what I could wear. I couldn't even go to the gym or to shops by myself without his consent. Ooh. Oh, fuck, fuck him. this guy. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Luckily, I broke up with this idiot and I've been single for seven months now, but I really have no idea how to date. I'm so busy and still healing from such a toxic situation. I want to make sure that I make different choices and go for the right guy. I'm not a big fan of dating apps. And to be honest, I don't have that many friends. The friends I do have, I only see every now and then. Well, probably because you were with this motherfucker who's yeah, this keeping, you from, guy. Yeah, keeping you from being with your friends. Yeah, I know what it is that I deserve and won't tolerate from a man. But how do I find the right one? Everyone says it just will happen. But my life is very busy. And with my non-social life, I don't see that ever happening. I spend all of my time working, studying, and trying to build the best life I can for myself, but I know it's time for me to get back out there. I just have no idea how, and I also have no idea how to flirt. LOL. Send help. I'd like to remain anonymous, please. 
I feel so bad for you, girl. Like yeah. you went through the ringer and I really think it is okay to be intentionally selfish right now. Like I'm glad you want to get back out there and like I'll get to my thoughts on that. But right now, like you sound like you're grinding. Mm-hmm. Like you sound like a hustler. Maybe like do some self-care, baby. Like yeah. even like therapy is great. Like you're not a broken person in any way, but just like heal yourself. Like that's what you deserve. Like you deserve to be taken care of by you because this person was trying to get in your way getting your self-care way, getting your friendships way. Mm -hmm. Like he was really trying to like take you down and that's so unfair. It's not what you deserve at all. So I think it's okay like not to rush it and to just feel okay with like, I'm really going to take care of myself and like, I'm going to feel the best I can possibly feel before I get back out there. And then like the obvious gut reaction that I have is like, well, we're going to look for someone that has a lot of different qualities from your Mm ex-boyfriend. But I also think that you need to ask yourself, what do you want? Yeah. Because I think like Mm -hmm. you seem so headstrong. She seems so independent. New car, new house. Yeah, this girl's like- Full-time job, study. Like you're on your fucking shit. You're on your shit. You're getting your bag. Like, What do you want? Who is your dream partner? What is your ideal goal for a man? Like, what do you want? Because it sounds like this person didn't let you have anything you wanted. And now you might be like withholding what you want from yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, that's a thousand percent. Anytime you're in any kind of abusive or stifling relationship, I know for myself, I wasn't in an abusive relationship in the past, but I was definitely in one that I dimmed my light so this other person could shine. Yeah. And now that I'm shining, people are like, oh, my God, like you're glowing. Yeah, yeah. because I fucking turned my lights back on. Yeah. <laughs> because somebody else, yeah. I had, he didn't even shut it off. I shut them off. Exactly. For him. And like anytime you're in a situation like that where now you are not pouring into you, you have to fill that cup back up or you're going to keep attracting people who are not right for you, who pour fucking toxic waste into your shit. Exactly. You don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. And I think like you say, you don't like the apps and that's totally fine. I think that while you're on this healing journey, like you're going to make more friends. You're going to surround yourself by communities that make you really happy. And then things will start falling into place. And then maybe you'll feel ready for the apps or maybe you'll get set up by a friend. But I feel like you have to just like be so gentle with yourself. Like and like you said, like turn your light back on, Mm -hmm. girl, like. This guy fucking sucks. Like, there's no way around it. And you deserve the absolute world. But you have to give that to yourself first. Yeah. No, 1000 percent. Wow. You got so much wisdom. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. I love that. I just want to, like, hold this girl. I I literally hate this man. I know. This man is done. I want to jump him. I really do. If I saw this man, it's on site. Like, (laughs) I'm like five foot two. I'm like, I'm coming. He sucks. He literally sucks. And it's crazy because, like, you have so much going for you. Yeah. you literally have the world at your fingertips and you're so young. Yeah. And to even just to even be able to accomplish all that you've accomplished despite this motherfucker yeah. is like a huge oh, fucking feat. If that was my situation, I would be like in bed. Yeah. Yeah. At my parents' house. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have my own house. I wouldn't have my own car. Like there would yeah. be none of that. Like you're crushing it. Yeah. Give yourself like a lot of credit. For right. That. You did all the things. So now, you know, seven months out, that's still I mean. You still fresh have, wind, yeah, it's still fresh. And there's a lot of work to be done, especially because of the emotionally abusive part. Like you have to unlearn all of these things or you will keep attracting this same similar person, somebody who's there to only subtract from your life. And you have so much going for yourself. Yeah. You have so much in your life that anybody who is coming into your space should be adding. If they're yeah. not adding, they're subtracting. They got to go. They got to go. So that's number one. All of that is number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. How to flirt. You have rules for flirting. Yeah. I think, I think flirting is inherently awkward, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's like awkward to be like, "Ah, I think that you're kind of cool. But I think the best way to go about it is just like recognizing, all right, this is awkward and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I always say confidence is like an outfit completing accessory because I really think it is. Like I think that if Somebody walked in this room right now and like was like meek and shy and whatever. I would be like, what the fuck are you doing here? But if somebody walked in here with confidence, even if they weren't supposed to be in this room right now, I'd be like, oh, who are you? And you're here and you're supposed to be here. Like confidence makes takes us from zero to hero. It like makes us like shine. Mm. And I think if you just approach anyone in any sort of setting with confidence, then like you can't lose. And also if let's just say you make an advance with someone asks, like, can I can you buy me a drink? Can I buy a drink for you? Whatever it is. Say like you're complimenting them on something, whatever it is, and they reject you. That's really just the universe being like, it's not this one. Mm -hmm. Get away from him now. Mm -hmm. Get away from them now. Get away from her now. Opposed to like, oh, they don't like me. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this. It has nothing to do with you. It's honestly the universe just saying like, 
it's either them and you're going to get fucked up or I'm trying to take you this way because there's somebody else that you're going to miss if you go that way. Yeah. And I think once I reframed it like that, I didn't even give a fuck. And you get rejected way less when you're just direct and really confident. Yeah. You And when rejection doesn't bother you at all, then you don't even care about it. It's like not even a thing. Yeah. I'm a Libra moon, so I'll flirt with a Oh, rock. yeah. You're a flirter. <laughs> I love I love a Libra. It's so fun. It's so fun. And then like the Scorpio in me is like, it's like a challenge. Like how many souls yeah, can I steal tonight? Yeah. You know? Who's going to be into me? Like what can I do with just my eyes alone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I used to get such a thrill out of that. Oh, now I'm in a relationship yeah. and like Scorpio's like, no, nobody else. I see no one else. Yeah. You're like, this is the center of my world. <laughs> no, they're so fucking loyal though. Beat. We love it. But, but you have best single, of both worlds. Yeah. When I'm single, I'm like. Yeah, you're I like I want to flirt with every exactly. Yeah, but, you know, the problem becomes I flirt with people who I would never talk to. Yeah, but like free drinks. So like flirt with everyone. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. I think flirting also can be friendly. Yeah, like there's a flirty friendliness. Like a lot of times people are like, oh, this person's gonna be mixing all. I can't tell if they like me or not. And it's like, oh, are they just inherently flirtatious person? Yeah, they flirt with everybody. I think a lot of men turn that on. Mm-hmm. But like, just be a charmer and tell yourself like, I'm charming. I'm hot. I'm confident. Yeah. I'm sickening. I am everything. And then you will walk into a bar and be like, ooh, who am I gonna talk to? Yes. And like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't really fucking doesn't matter. It nobody cares. Also, nobody cares. No. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's like, at the end of the day, this is like a floating rock, like mm-hmm. in space, and no one gives a fuck what you're doing. Yeah. We're all selfish. I always tell, like, recently someone said, like, one of my friends came to me and was talking to me about like a body image issue she was having. And she was like, I just, I just hate wearing shorts and skirts. I just hate my legs. I hate my legs. I hate my legs. I said, Tell me this right now. How many times have you gone outside and looked at other women's legs and commented on them in your brain? Zero. You've never mm-hmm. done that. Have you ever mm-hmm. done that? Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I've never done that. I was like, you've never done that unless you're like, oh, that girl looks awesome. Yeah. I was like, so how many times do you think people are doing that about you? Literally none. Yeah. People are so consumed with themselves. <laughs> they do not give a fuck. And yes. I'm like, your insecurity is valid. Yeah. Because I feel that. But once I reframed it, that like nobody here gives a fuck what I'm doing. No Nobody one's going to remember what I did tomorrow. Everyone's thinking about themselves. Then I was like, I'm a free bird. Yeah. What the hell will I do next? <laughs> nobody knows what's coming from me. What crazy thing will yeah. I come up with What crazy next? shit will I do? No, it's so it's so true. And I think we just, especially in dating, like we get so caught up. And when you finally meet someone, I think our immediate reaction, especially as women, is to like make them the center of our universe. Yes. And they can't be. No. Like while you're dating, while you're seeing your sneaky link, you should be dating other people. While your yeah. second date rule was like, just because you have a second date with this person, don't get off the apps. Don't like, get off the apps. I had to cuss my sister out. Yeah, you bitch. You are listening. I know you're listening and I know you hear me. I had to cuss her out because she went on like a second date with somebody and got off hinge. I was like, no, I'm sorry. It's going to hurt so much more when it doesn't work. I didn't realize that he gave you an engagement ring. Yeah, I didn't realize you were married. Congrats. <laughs> Where do I sign the gift? That you signed paperwork. <laughs> Where the fuck is the registry at? None of that ever happened. Yeah. So in the meantime, in between time, stay on the fucking app. Stay Stay available. Until they have given you a verbal Mm -hmm. commitment, maybe even written, that you're it. Yes. I don't want you off the apps. And I'm not saying go on 20 dates every week and like whatever. If you're seeing someone, you have second, third day, you're like, this is going really well. You don't have to plan others, but have people in the periphery. Have a couple guys you're DMing with. Have some people that you're chatting with. Mm -hmm. Because if this fucking guy is like, I'm done with you. You're done. He goes to whatever. It will hurt so much more if you have cleared everything else out. Yeah. And now you're like starting from scratch, re-downloading the apps. Hey, big head. Uh, yeah, like, it's me again. Oh my God, hey, I'm back. Like, <laughs> no, you want to you wanna keep everything open until it's closed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, listen, when I got in a relationship with my boyfriend, he had to ask me like, well, once we became boyfriend and girlfriend first, yeah. he was like, you know, let's be whatever. He was like, are you still on the app? Yeah, because you, you hadn't asked me to you be your girlfriend you yet. You fucking didn't tell me that I shouldn't be. Should I not be on the app? Yeah. Are you still on the yeah, fucking like, app? What's good? Do you still have it downloaded on your phone? Did you cancel your membership or did you suspend it? Yeah. Because if we're canceling it, then we're canceling it. Like, let's do the same thing yeah. at the same time yeah. or else this is not going to work. But until then, like, yeah, we were dating heavily for months. But he hadn't asked me to be his girlfriend. So I still had the fucking app. Yeah. Am I on there swiping away and doing all the things? No, no. But like, there is something to even boosting your own confidence and that makes you feel hot by still having people. So true. Just still having a little roster, a little rotation. Keep a little bench. Exactly. Keep a little bench going. You, you know? need a bench. We need a bench. You have to You have your star players. Yeah. 
but you should. Also I really the think that the bench warmers are the people that we end up marrying, though. <laughs> no, I'm I am convinced of this. Like, think about a roster like a team, right? Yes. And you have like I always think about it like soccer. Like you have your like midfield, like your star, like mm-hmm. this is your like number one, right? Then you have like a couple more like outfield players that you're like, okay, you're next. Yeah. But then you have like two bench warmers, and those are like reliable fucking guys. That, those like, are the husbands. Honestly. You could you could call that man, and you'd be like, I have a flat tire, I have the flu, mm. and he'd be like. I'll be there in two seconds. Yeah. I'm already around the corner for you. Those are the people that you marry. Like they are the bench warmers. Like people sleep on them, sleep with them, not on them. That's the bench warmers. (laughs) They're the guys. They're the ones. I'm so convinced. Like they're always the ones. You're right. Because those are the ones that like when you have been fucking around with your star player who's actually a piece of shit and has ruined you. Then your bench warmer goes and like meets somebody the love of his life and has a wedding and you see the pictures on Facebook and, and Instagram you're like, and what you're the fuck is wrong with my ass. Yeah. You're devastated. Yeah. So give give the bench guy a chance. Give the bench guy a chance to play. You you do not know how well he's gonna do. Put him in, coach. Yeah, put him in, coach. Put Let's go. <laughs> Pull him off the bench. I love it. Oh my God. Eli, thank you thank for being you. here. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. We needed it. I needed it. I'm still crying over the 23-year-old version of myself who fucking was waiting for this man <laughs> to text me all fucking day. Didn't have no plans. The phone was cold. Sitting at home with a full <laughs> glam. Yeah, and then I, and then two hours later, I'm taking off my makeup, Neutrogena makeup you wipe, up? crying, and it's a you up, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I am. Um, no. I'm like, yeah, puts on. it back. I'm like calling my Uber. Yes. That was me. That's so sad. With me too. Fuck. But you know what? Hindsight Look at us now. <laughs> Look, at Look at us, us now. now. We're doing so great. Yeah. We're so, we're crushing it. <laughs> we're killing it. We're killing it. If only I had taken a man <laughs> off the bench in like I 2016. Oh, God. Please tell everyone where they can find you if they want to hear more. Yeah. So you guys can find me on Instagram at E-L-I-R-A-L-L-O. On TikTok at The Jar. The Jar has two R's. And then my podcast is The Miscongeniality. And my book will be launching pre-order everything in the spring and you will see that all over Instagram. It's called I Didn't Know I Needed This. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait. Thank oh you. God, Thank you for wait. being here. This was so Thank fun. Thank you for bestowing all of these gems onto us. And y'all have to go and check out her social seriously and look at these rules because y'all need them. Yes. <laughs> I needed them. I didn't know that I you needed them. You didn't know them, you needed them. <laughs> but here I am. God. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.